This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on the program today, I will sit down with Nick Moen and Zach Campbell from the Sioux Falls Sunfish. For the first time here in Sioux Falls, the Sunfish are ready to swing for the fences. The team is part of the Expedition League that will take their first swings in 2021. The Sunfish will call Augustana University's ballpark home for the upcoming inaugural season. 64 games total with 32 of them at home here in Sioux Falls. The season kicks off at the end of May, and the first home game is Tuesday, June 1st. Nick Moen, the general manager, and Zach Campbell, the assistant general manager, will sit down to talk about the exciting season, the journey to bring the Sunfish to Sioux Falls, personal and professional experiences during COVID, and the need for host families for their players. Any family interested in hosting a player or two can go visit SiouxFallsSunfish.com and click the host family program tab on the homepage. Nick and Zach are excited to finally bring the Sunfish to life here in Sioux Falls. Just one of the many reasons to enjoy the 2021 summer season. All that and more coming up on Sunday Focus. When approaching a highway construction zone, slow down. I am Trooper Devon Clark of the South Dakota Highway Patrol. Always slow down to at least the posted speed limit when going through a construction zone. That way you can protect those working on the highways and you can be prepared to stop if necessary. And slowing down in construction zones can also save you money because speeding fines are doubled in work zones. Help everybody stay safe. Welcome back to Sunday Focus. I'm being joined by Zach Campbell. He is the assistant general manager of the Sioux Falls Sunfish, along with the general manager, Nick Moen. He is in the studio with us as well. And guys, well, welcome, number one. Yeah, uh, great to be here. We're excited to talk about all things Sioux Falls Sunfish today. Yeah, tell us a little bit about this exciting new team. Yeah, so we are a summer collegiate baseball team as a part of the Expedition League. Uh, There's 12 teams in the league. We span across six different states, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, and then uh, Brandon, Manitoba. Um, We're a new team. We were supposed to have our inaugural season last Mm -hmm. year, uh, but due to the pandemic, uh, front office moved on. Mm -hmm. Season got canceled. Um, And my wife and I moved to town. I've been in the baseball world for about eight years and data and scouting and um, coaching in over all those years in different roles and uh, I was penciled to uh, help get the team off the ground here and uh, super excited to be in Sioux Falls. Yeah, Zach, what about you? How did you get started with this team? Yeah, so I am actually a recent graduate from the University of Wyoming, so this is my first kind of full-time job, but I interned in the league in 2018 with the team in Pierce, South Dakota, mm. so uh, that was the inaugural season for that team and also the, actually the league in general, so we're going into year four as this league, but uh, through the connections of that internship, uh, when this AGM opportunity opened up I kind of kind of took it with my experience in the expedition league and you know my passion and kind of wanting to work for sports and you know just in that industry in general is kind of a, a good fit just moving here and uh just like Nick getting this thing off the ground so you guys kind of swung for the fences with this position oh yeah good pun good pun good pun <laughs> thank you I try it's gonna happen a lot trust me so where will the Sioux Falls Sunfish play we are playing at Augustana's home ballpark so okay. we'll have 32 home games there our season opener at home is June 1st but we actually 
actually begin the season May 25th on the road down in Fremont, Nebraska. So these kids are going to be playing 64 games over roughly a two and a half month span. So oh, geez. Um, it's a very demanding schedule, long bus rides, a lot of hotels, um, you know, and then when they're living here, we're going to be having kids with host families. So that's something, you know, that we can talk about today about mm-hmm. um, getting these players into homes them coming from all over the country, making lifelong memories. And, uh, you know, we're super excited to be a new baseball team in Sioux Falls with current college-age kids who are draft-eligible and getting to highlight not just local kids, mm-hmm. but having four Augustana kids on the team and a kid by the name of Gannon Thompson coming back from Michigan State, coming and playing in town, and then having kids from Texas, Louisiana, Georgia, um, you know, from all over the country. Now, so. for anyone that isn't familiar with the term draft eligible, what does that mean? So, with them being current college baseball players, they obviously are only here for a two and a half month span in the mm-hmm. summer. So, their spring season ends at the respective college that they play at. And then the Major League Baseball draft that happens now this summer, those players will have scouts coming to these games. It's a very competitive summer collegiate wood bat baseball league, similar to the Northwoods League, if you know people are familiar with just college baseball. That's another big league, or the Cape Cod League out on the East Coast, which is another big summer collegiate league where you can get looked at. These players can get drafted by Major League Baseball teams, which then they enter a farm system and get paid and that sort of thing. But they're not paid now because they're NCAA athletes mm-hmm. and they come here in the summer. Um, so being draft eligible, those guys, they need, they're going to come and play in a competitive league against top talent from around the country. Division one schools, Division two schools, and a lot of big-time junior college programs. So. so why bring this team to Sioux Falls? Yeah, I mean, so... With the league, you know, kind of operating in the states that we mentioned, you know, it's kind of a good fit. You know, we want to get more teams in South Dakota and North Dakota and so that. And the, the president of the league actually wants to grow this league to around, I want to say, 30 teams, you know, in mm-hmm. the next decade or so. So it's uh, just kind of this unique opportunity being the city. And with uh, minor league baseball realigning and a lot of teams losing affiliation and stuff, I actually just looked at this this map the other day and it's like the map of the United States where all these minor league teams are at and like there's just a hole mm-hmm. in the nation and it is perfectly where the expedition league is operating so it's just kind of this exciting opportunity to bring this minor league feel to these places in america that otherwise wouldn't have it and so it's just this kind of unique opportunity to see these college kids potentially you know the future of like what some of these mlb players yeah. are going to be and it's just this uh really unique thing and just with my first and experience of it in pier these uh these people love it you know there's going to be crazy stuff going on between innings we'll have beer sales there you know it's just going to be a, a fun family-friendly place to be this summer where you can uh get outside and take in america's pastime which is uh it's pretty exciting well yeah i mean we've missed live sports in general here just with everything happen happening and we'll get back to that later but the typical season for the league and the team you already said it's 64 games so you already said the traveling and any sort of championship at the end of this yeah so there are two divisions a lewis division and a clark division Uh, being on the east side of where this league is obviously being in sioux falls Mm We're playing teams in Spearfish, down in Nebraska, both in Gearing and in Fremont. We'll also have the team in Pierre, as Zach mentioned. Um, And then our team up in Canada actually is playing in Grand Forks this year due to the pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) So we have a team in Brandon, but that team, because of the pandemic and not being able to have these kids cross the border, Mm. they're actually playing in Grand Forks. And that Grand Forks team actually is going to have their inaugural season next year. So it's kind of a a test market in a sense, but we already know we're going to Grand Forks next year. It's just the team in Brandon's playing there this year because 
of the logistical issues with COVID and getting across the Canadian border. So um, there is a championship at the end of the season, which is August 12th to the 15th. Um, you know, division winners then will play each other in the summer and then, you know, that there will be a four-team playoff. So how did you guys hear about Sioux Falls? Obviously, with the Canaries being around, that probably helped a little bit with the decision. But what sort of opportunities do the Sunfish bring to a city like Sioux Falls? So the thing with me is, you know, to just tell you a little bit about my background and being in baseball, as I mentioned, my my wife and I moved here from Portland, Oregon. We are from the Twin Cities originally. She did her residency training out there as a mm-hmm. foot and ankle surgeon. And we always knew we wanted to be back in the Midwest. Um, we have a nine-month-old daughter. Once she was born, we moved back here. She got recruited by Avera to be a physician there. And um, we bought a house on FaceTime. We had kind of a kind of a wild time with with all of that and with coming here and looking at Sioux Falls as a potential landing spot we looked at not just the summer collegiate league for me but having the major league baseball background I did I thought well gosh Sioux Falls has a lot of sports teams already mm-hmm. there's no professional sports in South Dakota no. what what great way to bring another opportunity for current college baseball players to see a different part of the country. I mean, a majority of our players have never even been to the state of South Dakota. So they're they're very excited to get here and get entrenched in the community. What about the economic impact when it comes to having the sunfish here? Yeah. So, you know, being able to highlight your business around the ballpark at Augustana. We get to leave the outfield signage up year round. There's things from PA reads, different on-field opportunities in between innings to highlight your business. Um, Having a beer garden, there's different ways that you can promote Mm -hmm. your business there. I mean, the economic impact is helpful because, you know, coming out of the pandemic, it's nice that we have another entertainment avenue for people. But I would say, you know, with somebody saying, well, gosh, like my business maybe was hurting because of the pandemic or sometimes restaurants had to close their doors, we're able to bring that back to life. If we can bring value, and in my opinion, tremendous value to you and highlight your business, the economic impact for residents of Sioux Falls, it may be helping your business, but it also may be, you know, getting dollars back and back into your home too. If you are just listening, I am being joined by Nick and Zach. They are the assistant general manager and the general manager with the new Sioux Falls Sunfish team. So it's kind of tough not to talk about COVID in any conversation today. And with that being said, was the Sunfish affected by COVID in any way? Yeah, I mean, you know, in a short answer, it's yes, because... um Basically, we were supposed to have our inaugural season in 2020. Mm-hmm. The league continues to grow every single year, kind of like I was mentioning earlier. But uh, we were slated to join the league in 2020 last year. But due to the pandemic, due to the, you know, at that time, the unknowns that were kind of going mm-hmm. on, the league had to operate in a smaller capacity. So there's only six teams in the league that operated last year. So we were kind of tabled there. The team in Spearfish, for example, they, they weren't the city of Spearfish didn't allow them to play. So there was just kind of these various different things to where it was unfortunate that, you know, we didn't have our inaugural season you know the old front office moved on which allowed nick and i to move to the community you know and we love sioux falls it was kind of a blessing disguise you know like you know there's a lot of people that say you know the pandemic's been nothing but bad and certain rightfully so you know but there are some silver linings you know i was i was blessed you know to find this job and i'm loving sioux falls you know being from being from wyoming this town feels like the size of wyoming you know i kind of i kind of <laughs> joke about that but you know it's not too far off the truth but but yeah the sunfish were affected you know just in regards to you know we're the old front office was getting ready for that season. We thought it was going to be kind of a really cool thing, and it kind of just had to be put on pause till this year. But you know, it's uh, 
it's going to be happening now, you know, in less than a month. And we're, we're super excited to be part of the community and just be another avenue for people that, you know, are looking for something to do this summer. It's interesting that you bring up, you know, you being a recent college graduate, Zach, how difficult was it to find a job in a pandemic just for anyone who doesn't know what that's like? Yeah, you know, it was it was definitely something else. Just it was it was a surreal last semester. I mean, because the pandemic really started ramping up during spring break. And Mm -hmm. so originally we were getting ready for spring break. And my friend and I uh, went to Vegas because like we didn't nothing was closed down yet. Like like it was just kind of like, oh is COVID going to be a thing? And when we were leaving Vegas, like the next day, Vegas shut down. So it was mm. kind of weird. Then we get an email from the university saying, we're going to have our spring break be another week. Just, you know, and we're like, awesome. Another week of spring break. You but, didn't even think anything yeah. of it. But then halfway through that, they said, we're going online. So I didn't get to say goodbye to any of my classmates that I've like knew for four years. Never, haven't seen them ever since. Wow. Graduated in my apartment as I was packing up to, to move back home because I was trying to look for a job and I hadn't, especially since I want to work in sports. I mean, mm-hmm. you talk about a tough industry to crack when it's not going on. You know, NBA was shut down, MLB was shut down, like all this crazy stuff. So it was a, it was definitely a challenge and it was just, just super weird. Like I said, you know, I didn't get to talk to my classmates. I didn't get to walk. I just, uh. I was uh, I have a couple of friends that graduated from South Dakota State. I was like, wait, did I did I graduate? I forgot. I didn't walk. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it was it was a virtual it was a virtual ceremony. And I watched it on my laptop. But uh, but yeah, you know, it was it was super hard to basically, you know, kind of land the job. But with my connection with the Expedition League and kind of, you know, just that networking when they're like, yeah, you know, we we need a new front office for this team. It's going to be a big hit in Sioux Falls. Like, would you be interested? I, you know, I jumped on that and I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy to have Nick here. You know, he's been a great mentor and he's a, he's a great guy. He knows what he's talking about. And yeah, it was, it was, uh, was kind of, like I said, a silver lining. And Nick, with you being a new dad, moving to a different state during <laughs> COVID, I mean, it, that must have been a lot. Yeah. So, um, you know, early on in the pandemic for me, especially with my wife being a physician, we, you know, kind of like Zach, we actually had taken a ferry up to Victoria, BC, living in Oregon and kind of got away in early March. And then all of a sudden when we came back, all of a sudden, you know, businesses started shutting down. My wife's, you know, having to go into ERs or like she's changing Mm -hmm. clothes before she's coming back into the house. I mean, there was, there was a pretty, pretty weird mix for us too, because my wife was pregnant at the time and we thought, well, gosh, like how does this affect us in different ways? And then honestly, it was a week later, my wife came home and she had both her work computers big box of stuff. We knew we were moving to Sioux Falls. We knew that her last day was going to be, you know, in June, right around when, you know, our, our daughter was going to be born. And all of a sudden she came home with a box of stuff and she said, I'm going to be a virtual doctor now for the next three months. And wow. I thought, wow. And I mean, I've been working at home for the last seven years, just being a remote scout and writing scouting reports, hitting mm-hmm. reports, pitching reports. I thought, okay, well now, you know, now we're functioning inside just the walls of our own home. But then you know, like different parts of the country, we were shut down in a sense where like, there was no indoor dining, there was nothing really going on in Oregon across the state, which we thought, okay, well, we're just gonna be kind of cooped up here, but luckily living in the Pacific Northwest in nice weather, we we still got out most weekends and hiked every day or, you know, went to wine country or got to go to the ocean or got to go to the mountains, which was great. Fun way to still just, I don't know, find a little bit of normalcy, mm-hmm. I would say. But then once our daughter was born, that's kind of when I would say we, you know, kind of put the metal or the pedal to the metal because we bought a house on FaceTime, moved here when our daughter was five weeks old, loaded up the two dogs and my wife's probably 25 house plants that we had and 
got in the car, <laughs> drove the 30 hours, and uh, ended up in Sioux Falls. And then my wife started Avera a couple weeks later, and I had pretty much started this job right away. But you know, the big thing for me was all of a sudden the community involvement, because yeah. then I'm being able to go to my office, or I'm able to go to the ballpark before winter hit here. And I thought, what better way than to meet you know, prospective corporate partners or get involved with people at Augustana or, or whoever it was in town to be like, well, gosh, this is such a fun way for me to get to know a community, get to drive around town, get to see people. But then it was kind of that transition of like getting getting on wait lists for daycares and then finding out a daycare closed or all the changes we had were then like, okay, well, it's a nanny or it's then having family members from mm -hmm. the Twin Cities driving down and helping take care of our daughter because I had started this job. My wife was busy at the hospital. So there was a lot of moving parts there, but, you know, being being grateful and like Zach had mentioned, looking at the bright side of things, the way I kind of looked at it for us is like there is there is hardship with COVID. I mean, I've, I lost a family member very unexpected to COVID, yeah. you know, and with my uncle and, you know, he wasn't, you know, super sick or have underlying conditions. And it, you know, it, it became too much and, you know, it was a big surprise to us. But, but for us being here and being grateful for things, you know, I would say, you know, becoming a father, being able to buy our first home, settling into the Midwest, and then both being able to start new jobs in the pandemic, we we're, we're very grateful and blessed to be able to have that opportunity moving to a new place. And Sioux Falls is a is a long term place for us. I mean, buying a home here, we we kind of have jokingly said moving across the country four times in five years. We've said we're never moving again. So it's <laughs> it's one of those things for us where we're very excited to be in the Sioux Falls community. How do you think the players and coaches reacted to this whole situation? I'm pretty much, I would assume that since the season was pushed back, this gave you an opportunity to converse more with those players and coaches. Yeah. So with the 2020 season being canceled, we, when we came back, you know, it wasn't just the front office that moved on. A lot of the players also move on too, because their contractual obligations is only the two and a half months that yeah. they're here. So when Zach and I took over, you know, we had to look at it as, well, we got to find a new coaching staff. We have to find 30 new players. We have to find six to eight interns. And it was really formulating a whole team and organization around Zach and I. Because our owner, who's also the president of the league, he's expanding into other markets, getting involved with city councils, updating fields across yeah. what we kind of consider the the Great Plains area. And, you know, being here in Sioux Falls now, bringing in these new kids, I mean, we have 12 kids coming from Texas and a handful of them are at JUCO schools down there where their season in 2020 was canceled due to COVID. And they even actually had this season canceled as well. Wow. So we have kids that are freshmen in college who have still not played a college baseball game and they're going to, they're 20 years old turning 21. I mean, crazy to think that, you know, like Zach shared about all his you know, kind of craziness with graduation that we have kids that are just chomping at the bit to be mm -hmm. able to play summer ball, but providing opportunities to 30 players and six to eight interns in a great community of Sioux Falls where there's a lot of sports fans and entertainment, you know, avenues that we have. A lot of, a lot of people are going to be excited being able to come drink beer at the ballpark this summer, 32 home games at Augustana. So... And I'll even like add to that, you know, obviously Nick and I weren't here when that season got canceled because obviously it was going to operate. And then, you know, at, at some point a decision got made, you know, for the better of everything. Mm -hmm. But 
There's a there's a collegiate wood bat league that operates in Canada. I don't know the name of it, but um, the Western Canadian League. The Western Canadian League, but um, their season is basically now going to only be Canadian players. So there's going to be a lot of American players that were going to come up there. Now they're scrambling to find teams. So we get a bunch of mm. emails every day about players like my season got canceled. Like I'm still looking for a roster spot. Do you have anything available? So I'm sure it was very similar to that because these kids, you know, at the end of the day, they just want to play ball. They want to get better and they want to have a great summer. I saw firsthand how much the players enjoy it, you know, and it's just a, it's really unique. So I'm sure it was going to be something very similar along those lines, what they experienced in 2020, where they're like super excited to come to Sioux Falls, be a part of a great community, play baseball all year. But then you know, just the unfortunate nature of things. So it's kind of, I can't imagine the conversation looked any different than what it was kind of what we're seeing right now with that that Canadian league that is now kind of doing something along those lines. If you are just joining us, Zach Campbell and Nick Moen, they are with the Sioux Falls Sunfish here in Sioux Falls now. It's very exciting to have live sports come back. And I know a big part about what's, collegiate summer league teams like the Sunfish do, they need to find host families for these players. I know a couple of players myself that have been a part of this organization. So for anyone that doesn't know, what are host families and why are they so important to the team? Yeah, so for for players that are coming from out of town, like they've done across this league and across leagues for many years, they find host families to live with. And the Stampede here in town, I know, do that with the mm-hmm. hockey players. They, you know, bring hockey players or multiple hockey players into their home and they're there for a duration. You know, they they get involved in the family. I mean, that's the fun part. I mean, Zach can elaborate that, you know, on that here in a little bit about his experience having a host family. But, you know, host families for the Sunfish, you know, we wanting to be a part of the community, our players have contractual obligations to do non-baseball community events. So then they can get involved with our one of our partners like LifeScape or getting involved at the, at the Miracle Field and doing different things in the community because we want to highlight the Sunfish as a community-based organization and not just another baseball team here in town. And the host families will receive two season tickets, discounts around the ballpark. We'll have a big appreciation night at the ballpark to thank all those families. And then just different player meet and greets, home teams, away teams, mm-hmm. you know, getting just getting the kids entrenched in those families. I mean, if you got a young kid at home, maybe a baseball player that's playing Little League, you know, what fun way to not bring in a non-family member mentor to that kid yeah. to be able to have them there. And the nice thing is, too, is it's only – it's the two and a half months and they're on the road half the time. So, you know, if you are on the fence or you are thinking about being a host family, it's not like a six month commitment. You're looking at it as, well, these kids are here for about half the time, but then on a nice summer day, being able to drink beer and go support a kid that's living in your home, it's their way of also being not just involved in your family, but you supporting a kid's dream of playing baseball during the summer in a different community. And you get to meet a kid from, you know, all different walks of life, many different parts of the country. Yeah, I mean, to speak on that firsthand, as an intern and peer, you know, being from Wyoming, I obviously had to have that uh, host family, and it was, it was kind of cool, you know, I, I got there, you know, I met them, and uh, I still get Christmas cards from them, you know, I still get <laughs> I still get an occasional call or text from my host mom checking in on me, but I was there, I was pulling weeds for them when I needed to, you know, like, you really become a family member, I was, I was doing the dishes, kind of stuff like that, like, at the, at the end of the day, like, you know, they joke, they're like, oh, you know, now you're my, my host son, like, and it's, it's something they say that's going to be for life. So it's kind of this, kind of this really cool opportunity to, you know, get that experience of someone that you wouldn't have otherwise ever known, but now, you know, you can't forget, like, you know, for the better. And 
it's kind of it's kind of really cool if you go to a lot of the teams in our league their their pages you know because all these teams have host families there's there's just a bunch of testimonials about people like oh i didn't know if i wanted to bring in a player but year one was so great that we brought in two the next year and you know it's just uh it's it's really it's really unique you know it's just an opportunity to serve you serve your community kind of in in another way you know it's just uh reaching out and helping these people that are going to be a part of the community for the two and a half months that they'll be here and yeah i uh I, I was so grateful. I'm, I'm appreciative that I had a host family. I think I would have rather had that, you know, than staying in a hotel or, well, you know, yeah. whatever some other league might do. But just to have that personal communication, because for them, it's also, you know, a lifeline. I don't know anyone in this area, but now I have a host family. And, you know, my host family took me to, you know, a couple events they're part of. I mean, Pierre has the has the river. So for the 4th of July, I went out with them on the river and it was just it was a great time. You know, it's it was a really, really time. I mean, it was still to this point, you know, this summer hopefully we'll top it, but it was it was the best summer of my life, you know, and a big part of that was my was my host family. So how can a family become a host family? What are the requirements? Um, so there's an application on our website, www.SiouxFallsSunfish.com. If you click, click host families, there's an application there. It asks you a series of questions, how many kids you'd want to take in, if you have pets, what your address is. And then we essentially will go into the home, meet the individuals or the family, mm-hmm. and you know just make sure they're a fit. And a majority of the time, it's not this rigorous thing of trying to find it. What we want is just the player to have a bed. He can share a shower if that's with your you know son who also may be staying in the basement. Mm-hmm. But along with that, I would say, and to go off of Zach's point too, is is the the personal connections that I've heard or experienced. Um, working across baseball where I have a good friend of mine who just made his debut for the Cleveland Indians this last week and his host family was just so incredibly excited for him. I mean, just them sharing it on social media or getting to see that retweeted yeah. by by my buddy is like, you know, he looked at that as like they were a part of the journey of me getting to where I did, you know, and I had the pleasure of coaching him and he's become a good friend of mine in the past, but you know, he has said like the experiences off the field for me is is what I'm remembering most. It's not just the trials and tribulations or the hard work and dedication he's put in being a baseball player and being very talented, but he's like the the host family stuff or just like, you know, getting involved with them or going and having a meal when I'm in town in Ohio now. It's like, it's such a cool thing that is a lifelong thing where he's now going over there on certain weekends when he's available to, you know, get involved. So that's why I share, you know, and we want to talk about the host family thing because we are still looking for a handful of host families. And, you know, in doing so, my email is nick at com if you have any questions and my information's on the website. And I, I do think it would be a fun and unique experience for people that are thinking about you know, wanting to be a host family. Like I said, if you got young kids at home or if you're empty nesters and you're missing your own kids maybe who are off of college or adults, bringing in a college baseball player who, you know, is of high character and also a high caliber baseball player, you know, is, is I think a fun thing to do this upcoming summer. Nick Moen and Zach Campbell, they are with the Sioux Falls Sunfish. Now, as a reminder, when does the season start again and where can people get tickets? So the tickets, schedule, host family applications, all of that is on our website, 
www.siouxfallsunfish.com. Um, our first home game is June 1st at Augustana's beautiful ballpark. Um, our season starts May 25th on the road in Fremont, Nebraska. And then we'll have 32 home games pretty much every day of the week throughout the summer. Our schedule's on the website. Zach's done a great job having a graphic design background, updating all the information, having our content um, out on all of our social media channels, which, of course, I'm going to plug is at SF Sunfish on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you know, we've been able to put out some really cool stuff and we're even more excited to put it out in our inaugural season. Once the season gets rolling, we'll be able to, uh, to, to have a lot of fun, exciting stuff there. So, you know, go follow our page, follow along, and we hope to have you at the ballpark this summer. Yeah. Facebook, too. Don't forget, uh, don't forget about Facebook. <laughs> if, you, if that's the way you guys that's refer to yeah. the media. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome, guys. I know I speak for everyone else where I, when I say I can't wait to have live sports come back in the area, especially over the summer, because I know we missed it. So thank you, Nick and Zach, for joining me this morning. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Go fish. <laughs> we'll be back. Suffering from fear, depression, anxiety, or loneliness? If so, there's hope. The power of prayer can transform your life. At Direct Line Prayer Center, we're here to walk beside you and take your issues of life to the giver of life. Our prayer team is ready to pray for you in person, by telephone, or via email. To learn more, check us out at directlinesd.org or call 605 274 9274. With so many myths about the COVID-19 vaccine, it's important to know the facts. Every COVID-19 vaccine goes through rigorous testing to show that it's safe and effective for patients. Similar to the flu shot, the most common side effects of the COVID-19 vaccines are injection site pain, soreness, and swelling. These side effects show that a vaccine is working and your body is building an immune response. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more about the COVID-19 vaccines at San I'm Christine Manica, and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. I'd like to thank Nick Moen and Zach Campbell for joining us today to talk about the new Sioux Falls Sunfish baseball team and their inaugural season. Any family interested in hosting a player or two can go visit SiouxFallsSunfish.com and click the Host Family Program tab on the homepage. Join us again next week for another edition of Sunday Focus. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.